Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Hey you, and welcome to the podcast. So, you know, I just want to start out by saying that this week was hard. (laughs) This week was really hard for me. I had so many client calls. Um, I had, we had our thinner circle calls this week. We did our um, food tracking reviews. And you know, this week I observed so many struggles in nearly all of my clients. Not all of you are struggling. Some of you, this message is not going to be for you because you are not, you're not currently in a struggle. But I still want you to lean in and listen to this because this might be a word that still gives you a revelation for where you are right now. But for those of you who are struggling right now, my heart just breaks for you. And it breaks for you because I've seen, I've seen what your faith is like. And I have seen what God has done through you, for you. I've seen all of it. But as I was just thinking about this last night, I immediately started hearing the voice of condemnation telling me how your successes and your failures are a reflection on me and that I need to close the seeker's method and just go to a different, you know, means of coaching in my practice and all of these things and started to recognize that oh my goodness I'm I'm hearing from the enemy he's trying to condemn me right now that like you know that you know your personal journey is somehow my responsibility right (laughs) and God immediately put it on my heart it's funny how these things happen it's almost like you know you're in the middle of doing laundry and you can hear the enemy ministering to you, defeat and overwhelm and disappointment and discouragement. And then immediately, it's like the Holy Spirit just steps in and, ste- and, se- and tells the enemy, step aside, Satan. Sherry, do not listen to him. Listen to me. And what I heard the Holy Spirit ministering to me is that it is not my job to change you. Okay? It is my job to lead you to lead you to the revelations of God's truth and what is possible to you. It's my job to be a witness, to show you how to apply God's word to your life in this area of your life, to be freed from the strongholds, to be freed from the house of bondage that you might find yourself in, to be be one of the faithful few who is walking out God's word and who is experiencing blessings for obedience in this area. Trust me, this is not some holier than thou, you know, way that I want to be a braggart. This is not that at all. This is the revelation that I received last night of who I am and what I'm to do. I am only to keep doing faithfully, to be marked by faithfulness in obediently doing and yielding to what I know I should be doing. And so I'm telling you what my job is. My job is not to be the one who changes you, right? It's not my job to change you. That's between you and God. But then, so that's where I was last night. And so as I went to bed, I could feel, I could feel God ministering in my heart about something I was going to share with you. I didn't know how it was all going to come together and what it was. And I made simple little notes on my bathroom notebook. 
But then this morning, like before I could even like, I jumped right out of bed before I could pee, before I could even get the bathroom door shut. I had to write down more notes that I was hearing in my heart. And God woke me up with everything I'm about to share with you. So what I'm about to share with you is power and it, there's also even a test in it for me, for me to really kind of see who's actually doing the work and who isn't. So I'm praying right now that you will actually listen to this. Tell your husband, tell your kids, tell your dogs, whoever you're living with, that you're just going to go for a walk. Go for a walk, put in some AirPods, some headphones, and I pray that you will listen to this and that your eyes will be opened and that you'll hear what the Holy Spirit is revealing through me for you specifically. Okay? And so I want you to see that this message I have for you today is going to be in place of our Sunday Seeker Sesh tomorrow. And the reason for that is, um, you know what? I want to stay up late tonight and have a campfire with my kids. And I want to wake up tomorrow morning and have breakfast with the family before church. And so because of that, um, I'm going to be delivering this to you today. So I'm hopeful that this might meet you because some of you have not been watching the Sunday Seeker Sessions. Some of you aren't doing anything. And I also want to remind you that the Seekers Method ends. <laughs> like technically it ends September 3rd. I'm looking at my calendar. September the 3rd. Some of you won't be in here after that. And I, I'm hopeful that you will receive this message. Okay. So I just want to start off by what God was ministering to me today. <clears throat> how he was showing me like how I don't know if you ever saw this in Seinfeld. <laughs> I know, promise me. I, I promise you this will all come back to my point here. But there was like this Seinfeld episode that talked about like this bizarro world or this opposite world where everything is just absolutely opposite of your life and how there could be somebody just like you in another country who looks just like you, but everything he's, he or she is everything absolutely opposite of you. Um, and I started thinking as I was pouring my coffee and coming down to my office this morning, like about how we live in that world, right? Like, it's funny how like as, as a Christian, I can see this now, just how backwards our world is. And it's like the land of the opposites. And it's profoundly confusing. I mean, would you agree that the world is completely opposite of what God's word says, right? <clears throat> so let's, I just want to like, let me elaborate on this. Think about this. We cherish in the world, the world cherishes, I should say, all of the wrong things. And I mean, I can see it as, I can kind of see it right now, both as an insider and as an outsider. Like in the world, I cherished what the world love, loves and, and inside of my faith, I now cherish everything opposite of what I used to cherish when I was in the world. And you know what? God is still working on me. I'm not done. This is not some, you know, message about Sherry who's, you know, been qualified as a saint because I've arrived and I'm fully sanctified and purified and, and I'm 100% holy and perfect. That's not it at all. I'm not finished. I'm only just starting on my journey really. But I believe that I have a perspective that can help you. I'm seeing a lot of people right now in the Seekers Method via our Thinner Circle calls. For those of you who have hired me VIP who have access to this, <clears throat> to this podcast, I'm seeing a lot of you 
putting God in a box. Like he's in a box where like you bring him out and you let him minister to your heart, but then you return him to the box, right? Like you're good at cleaning up. You put him back in the box so you can go and live according to your own personal preferences where God is not out and about and around convicting you and helping you and guiding you and you yielding to him, right? It's He's there because you you will you allow him to come out and he's with you but he's only with you in your prayer closet and then you put a lid back on the box and he's kept in that box and many are not many of you are not seeing transformation right now because you're only receiving information from your time with God versus revelation i hope that makes sense did i even say that clearly <clears throat> like there's profound revelation that God wants to reveal to you that could change you if you would just choose it. And this is where the confusing world comes in. The only way to have revelation of God's word is to keep the lid off of your God box. Take him with you. He's going to show you the wrong things of the world so you won't fall victim, that you won't have any doubt, that you won't believe the lies of the enemy that you'll be able to quickly turn them around and recognize darkness when it speaks. Just like the voice of condemnation that came to me last night and told me that your inability to eat the right things is a reflection on me. It's not a reflection on me, like right? So that's where you have got to start seeing the wrong things of the world so that you don't fall victim. And so my question right now for your heart is, are you falling victim? Like, when you look back on this year so far, I think tomorrow or Monday is August. When you look back on this year so far, do you feel confused by your choices? Do you know how you've gotten to where you are right now? And do these last eight months right now, do they show physical transformation like from your heart? Like from revolution, revelations of God's word? from your faith, from what you know and trust? Or when you look back over these last eight months, do you see physical transformation from your flesh, right? Do you read God's word and do you see it as a suggestion or do you trust it enough to submit to it? And who or what are you even submitting to? And what has been the impact of that choice. Listen, I know right now, I know you have a heart for Christ and you are a really strong Christian, but why are you rebelling against what you know you should do? And who are you even rebelling against? Because you're not rebelling against me. I'm not your authority figure, right? So I want you to just stop the podcast right now and to think about everything I've just asked you. What have been the results of your faith? Right? Stop the podcast and, and I'm going to, well, I'm going to take a quick commercial break and I'll be right back. Hey, if you've been listening to the podcast for quite some time and you've thought about joining the Seekers Method, I want you to know that it will be open for enrollment soon. And as of right now, I only open it and walk women through the Seekers Method three times a year. You are invited because when you join the Seekers Method, you also get two times a month, you get to meet with me during our group coaching thinner circle calls where I help you to identify where it is that you are getting stuck and 
staying stagnant in your own ways to help you get unstuck so that you can start to step into just complete obedience and applying God's word to your every area of your life so that you can also have transformation from the inside out. So I, I hope that you might accept my invitation by going to sherrycapilla.com, see when the next round of the Seekers Method is open. And if it's not available right now for you to enroll, get on my wait list or go to sherrycapilla.com forward slash subscribe and get on my email list and I'll send you an update as soon as I open the doors. Now back to the show. Hey ladies. All right. Welcome back. So think about everything that has been going on. What has been the results of your faith? Matthew 18, one through four. I'm just going to paraphrase this, but in this scripture, we are told to be like children, to be childlike in our faith. And so many of us right now on our weight loss journey, instead of you boldly coming forward with childlike faith and just trusting and yielding when it's hard, instead you're throwing temper tantrums and you're having, you're being childish in your flesh. Instead of being childlike in your faith, you're being childish in your flesh. And what you need to know, the world tells you that your rebellion is okay. Like the world basically says, you know, being rebellious is a cool thing. And, you know, people love to call themselves, you know, rebel, rebels by nature and all of the rebellion isn't good. The world says it's good, but rebellion, rebellion means to oppose or to disobey. So are you seeing me as your coach and thus rebelling against me? Because your choices don't affect me. And I hope you awaken, I hope to awaken your hearts right now to the truth about your rebellion. It comes from, from years of you practicing rebellion in your sin nature. And Ephesians 4.22 says to throw it off because your former way of living is corrupt and it is corrupting you. When you look back thus far this year, do you see that? Rebellion grows from a negative attitude. This is not me making it up. This is me having woken up this morning and yielded to the Holy Spirit saying, Sherry, I know you had plans for this morning, but this morning you're going to dive into what God's word says about rebellion. And rebellion grows from a negative attitude and it's rooted and shaped by your sin nature. It starts First, as all kinds of quiet little rebellion, which I like to call little cheats here and there, but quiet rebellion where you just decide to do what you want to do. You choose your will instead of God's will. Rebellion is going to lead you so far. Rebellion will lead you so far away to the point of even being rejected by God. That's not Sherry Capilla making up a bunch of just, you know, Sherry Capilla theology. This is straight from God's word. First Samuel 15, 23 says that rebellion and stubbornness are as bad as worshiping idols. So what are you running to when you should be running to God, right? Whose solutions do you run to when life gets hard? When you feel an emotion, should you eat it? When life is stressful, should you eat that? No, you're like, what solutions are you running to? Because the world teach you to, teaches you to do those things. If you're running to your own solutions, they have just been developed from your sin nature. I need you to wake up and hear this and see this. So are you running to your sin nature? 
right? Or to like the solutions that the world has taught you are, are you running to God's solutions? Like his solutions are revealed through his divine nature. So look back on these last few months. The results that you're living with right now with your limited transformation or maybe your backsliding transformation, it's either a result of you running to your solutions or God's solutions, right? There is no escape from the consequences of rebellion. You might not like it. It might not feel good to be having somebody tell you that you're, you know, doing what you want to do, seeking your will, not even seeking God's grace in any, you just doing what, that that is rebellion. I don't know who this word is for right now, but I pray that you are receiving a revelation of your rebellion right now. And that you're seeing who you've been really rebelling against and who you're actually disobeying. And even more, who should you be submitting to? And who have you been submitting to, right? I mean, the world says that rebellion is good and that submission is bad. Do you see the upside down world that we live in? I mean, I know you can see. Submission is how you constantly, consciously choose to yield to authority. And God does not force it. He does not require and force you to be submissive to his ways. You must see submission. You've got to see it as good and you've got to choose it. Submission is the only way that you can follow Christ, right? Like your lack of submission right now, what is it getting you? And I know for some of you, submission is a dirty word. Some of you have no problem being submissive to your husbands, but you will not submit to what you know you should be doing, right? And this is how, submission is how you pick up your cross and you follow Jesus. This is how, this is how we, this is how to be a disciple, right? And disciple means discipline, <laughs> like all of this is so divinely orchestrated, like it's all perfect in God's way. This implies that you will submit your will for his submission was what Jesus's life modeled. Okay. To be submissive to another's authority means to cooperate voluntarily out of love and respect for God. And even, you know, in the in the sake of us as humans and that person submitting to your flesh God, submitting to our flesh is natural and it's easy so you must choose to come under God's authority over the authority of your body and your soul over your desire over your cravings over your habits over your want to's and you must come under God's authority out of love and respect for him right and you know what? I kind of shouldn't say that you have to do this, like that you must choose this, right? Like you're a grown woman. You can choose to come under the authority of your flesh if you so desire, but you just cannot choose the consequences of that choice. So you make that decision. But what you need to see is that Jesus is your teacher and nothing about his example modeled rebellion. Everything about his life modeled submission. And we honor Christ by following his example. When we submit to God's will over our own, we become more willing to obey. If you just 
need to obey. You need to recognize that it through it, it comes through a crucifying rebellion and submitting and yielding to the Holy Spirit, even in this arena of your life. So where are you right now? You're eight months into 2022. And what do your what does your life and what do your choices reflect thus far? Your submission to your every desire and all of the consequences of that? Or does it maybe reflect your rebellion? And what could change if you met with God right now and talked with him about your rebellion? Or you talked to him about what you, what you need to start submitting to in his authority. Rebellion isn't good and submission isn't bad. So start living in the freedom of your, in, how do, start living in the freedom from your sin nature that Jesus died to give you. You know already what you should be doing. And if you've listened to this entire podcast, if you've listened, listen in right now, if you've listened to this podcast in its entirety, I want you to send me a private message, not in our group chat, send me a private message either via Facebook chat, you know, messenger or via email and tell me what you will start doing and how you will yield to God's guidance as an act of submission. The seekers is the seekers method. The seekers method is about to end and some of you missed every single thing in this round. But don't miss this sesh that I'm sharing with you right now through a recorded session. Respond and let me know that you are still in this. Tell me the revelations that you may have had today through listening to this message that God has delivered through me for you. And tell me how you're going to make sure not to put God in a box anymore. Ephesians 4, as I close, <clears throat> Ephesians 4, 17 through 22, with the Lord's authority, I say this, live no longer as the Gentiles do, for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness and they wander from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and they have hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that is not what you learned about Christ. And since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off right now, throw off your old sin nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. And instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and your attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy, even in weight loss.